I did not realize there was going to be music this time, Nicole. That's mm-hmm. okay. <laughs> Good morning, Omar. Good morning. How you doing, we Sam? Dude, 105 episodes later, you're back. I know, man. Dude, I I, I, I popped the cap on it, huh? <laughs> I popped the cherry on this thing. That's dope, man. <laughs> First of all, uh, thank you so much for coming back. Yeah, man. No problem, brother. And congrats to all your amazing success that you've had since then. I oh, mean, man, thank you. Queen Sugar. Right. All right. By the way, for those of you who don't know, it rarely happens in the TV business. Queen Sugar got uh, renewed for season two before even the first episode aired, yep, right? Yeah, it did. Yep. Uh, yeah. I guess that's what you get for working for with Oprah, right? I guess, I guess <laughs> man. Sure. And Ava. <laughs> and Ava, right? Hey, yeah, man. Uh, absolutely. Congratulations for that. And uh, Aquarius, Selma, Ray Donovan, Eastbound and Down. And I think the last time you were on here, you were working or you had worked just recently on Django Unchained. That's right. And yeah. you've worked on other stuff as well. Those are just yeah. a little bit. Right. Dude, yeah. you stay busy. Man, I try to, man. Like, I got these children. <laughs> <laughs> I got this wife who likes shoes. <laughs> so I got to stay on As long as I'm busy, then my wife won't look at me crazy when I leave the house at 10 o'clock in the morning. Like, where are you going? I got to go to work. You know, so she don't think I'm going to the bar. Uh, <laughs> she, uh, she is seriously though, yeah. sweetheart. Yeah. She's an actress as well. She is an actress. Yes. And and such teacher. a great support system, as you've told me many times 110%, before. One hundred ten percent, man. You know, uh, she 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 holds everything down in the, you know in the home. Um, when I'm gone for six months or whatever it is, wow. She makes sure that you know we have two daughters. Make sure that everything is good with them. Make sure they, you know, their lives are not you know changed or anything, and it keeps them grounded. As well, mm-hmm. you know, she's the perfect person for me. It's the perfect relationship that I that you know that I, that the, I couldn't even think of a better relationship that I could be in. Be in. Oh, absolutely blessed, man. Yeah, That's definitely. amazing. I'm so happy for you. If you're in LA right now, yes. I definitely, definitely, I strongly encourage you go see Barbecue. Yes. This is a play uh, Omar is in at the Geffen Playhouse right now, and I already told you outside, but I rarely get surprised right. in storytelling. Right. And there's. A few twists. A in few there. twists. And yeah. there's one big one yeah. where I was like, oh my God, holy shit, that's I good. Didn't see that coming. No, right. not at all. And I'm not going to give too much away, but um, I'm not going to give anything away because I want people to see this play. I really yeah. encourage people to go see this before. Um, how many more weeks you got of it? We got we, until uh, October the 16th. I'll give you a little bit of overview. Uh, it's, it's, yeah. a sh- it's a show, I mean, it's a play written by Robert O'Hara. Directed by Coleman Domingo from the uh, Fear of the Walking Dead and from Selma, uh, it's a play about uh, race, family, addiction, and Hollywood, and it's like that. <laughs> <laughs> so it's, I like that order. I like it's, that it order because the Hollywood is the last thing. Yeah, and if you've goes. seen it, you'll appreciate you the order of exactly. that. Exactly. But the the, the veil. Right. The, the lies and 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 there's another theme in there which which I love like if something is a lie and it's benefiting you for the long run right. is it really a bad thing that it's a lie or is right. it and, but then you have to really look at its intrinsic value was it really worth it having it in the first place? Right. Well, one thing about it, it like what was one of the lines is uh, that that's one of the actresses says is like talking is speaking in terms of Hollywood right we all lie. We always lie, mm. so it's just something that's in, in, embedded in the DNA in yeah. Hollywood. It's like, yeah, it's a lie. It's, it's like politics. Like, yeah, hey, yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah, I didn't do this. Well, we got it on tape that you just did this. No, you, you, your eyes are deceived. <laughs> I didn't do this. So it's that's that's one thing about it. Like, I guess the moral compass is thrown out the window after a while of you lying so much. But that's what Hollywood is a right. lot of times, man. Yeah, and I think 
Yes, it's a lie. I think for some of us too, it's there is a, a show aspect to it. Of course, it, it is for even the business side of it. Show business, it is. There yeah. you go. Um, <laughs> there was um, really some nice family dynamics in there, which make you realize, um, even if your family's not to that extreme, right? As I'm getting older, yeah. Um, as my uh, my parents are getting older, um, and my brothers are, it's you're. St- I'm. I don't know about you, but I've started to see them more as people. Yeah, man. More than just my dad or my yeah, mom as these yeah. like, you know, no, they're they're human beings. Especially the older you get and you can like start to like so you can't really relate to your parents, but you can relate to your parents when you're you know you're not too far off of 30. You know. Yeah. But you you're still in your 20s, but you can still relate to how like I wonder how my father was when he was at this age, mm-hmm. and I don't know if like how, how much older your father. I think I mentioned dad once. I think I mentioned parents. I don't know. Yeah, but I like I remember when my dad was forty years old, the age that I am. Yeah, and I'm like, man, like, and I look at him sometimes. I'm like, yo, I remember you being this age, and I thought it was old. I thought forty was old at the mm-hmm. time. Cause I remember when he turned forty. I was like, dang, you old. But um, <laughs> now, now just look. I'm like, yo, when he, I look at the moves that he was making as a man. Right. And, and and comparing it to the moves that I'm making as a man. And I'm like, okay, well, I'm almost on the same level as he is mm-hmm. as far as like, you know, family and and, and, and business wise and a different lot of different things. Even though he may have been a little bit further on well, maybe not. But family he's a better man than I am at forty. But um so I just start looking at it like comparing and contrasting. Absolutely. Is, is that, that's how I look at it. Yeah. My growing up, my father was super strict on me. Yeah. I'm talking about hardcore strict like right. old school bringing me up standards were like super high right you know exactly. what i mean yeah. and at the time i hated it right absolutely now i understand it more yeah. i mean the guy immigrated here right. with nothing right for like if his standards and his work ethic wasn't that level yeah i wouldn't be here exactly he wouldn't yeah. be in the states you know what i mean right like our family wouldn't have what we have right so i understand that and so i'm taking that mindset and being like okay those high standards got him this far. Right. And that's the only way to succeed, to get somewhere, especially in a very difficult uh, business endeavor or yeah. acting, for instance. Right. As you know, and as every other actor listening to this or artist, especially the acting business, it's so difficult. It is, yeah, man. It is. So having those high standards on yourself, I think, is very important. And, right. and that discipline. And, the um, discipline in particular. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Dude, I'm... I'm we're branching out so much. I, I'm just really excited to have you back on the show because every single time I've talked to you, um, just to give our listeners a little bit of a backstory, when I first moved to LA, uh, you, you're still our friends with my friend, uh, Jonte. Right. Jonte Lagrasse, who was actually on the show before. And uh, me and Jonte were roommates. And Jonte was like, oh, you got to meet uh, my friend Omar is coming over. You got to meet him. He's a really cool dude. And I remember the first time I saw you in my living room, I was like, oh, it's that guy from Road Trip. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, I was uh, like, I love that movie. Yeah. Like, what? Like, I was brand new to L.A. Right. And then you started talking some, like, real shit, like, like really good advice. And I was right. like, oh, man, this guy knows. Whoa, this is not the impression I have. Right. You know, it's like totally flipped. Because right. all I knew you from was the Road Trip movie, right? right? As right. the really intimidating dude at the front yeah, house. Exactly. Yeah. So I was like, oh, man. And so every single time I've gotten to meet with you and talk to you, it's been seriously like older brother advice. Yeah, man. And I, re- you don't know how much I appreciate that because a lot of where I am today, I mean, you're 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 a part of that with what you've told me to do or what you've recommended me to do, you know, right. in my career. And I really, really appreciate that. And 
I'm just, I'm always excited when I get to talk to you and, and, and just to just further myself. And, yo, you know, and I really love it. Like when I, you just call, you'll text me like, yo, you busy. And I mean, like, I know that when you text me, like, am I busy? I'm like, okay, we about to sit down and have an hour long conversation <laughs> because I love talking to you. And I'm very proud of you. We Sam. I am Thanks. like, I, like, and I always know I'm like, man, what you, what you got going on? Well, you know, I'm doing it. I can't really talk about it, but I'll tell you. And, you know, but I'm like, because I, 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 I like watching the progression of your career. And I'm just like, man, like you're there. You're there, man. You are further, you are further in your career at your age than I was at your age. So I know, I'm like, man, it's just going to continue to grow and get bigger and bigger and bigger. I appreciate bigger. that. Thanks. So like, but I always love it. Like when you tell me, like, and you text me like, yo, you got, you got a minute. And then, like I said, inevitably become an hour, but I can continue <laughs> to talk to you because you ask relevant questions. You ask like, and, and now you're in the big boy league. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, yeah, we can really sit down and talk about like real stuff, not yeah. just about an audition. You're like, yo, I, it's two TV shows. <laughs> Which one should I take? You know what I'm saying? And we'll do the pros and the cons of both. You know, so it's, it's that type of thing. Yeah, yeah, and and specifically for it, it was earlier this year. I remember texting you about uh, Zubiquity and this other pilot uh, yeah. that was called Transylvania, and I was just like giving you the pros and cons of both and just wanted your feedback because I've never been in that situation right. before. Like I talked to my reps about it and it's like a huge milestone it and it's, it's, is. it's scary. It's, it's, I don't want to say it's scary because, but it's, it's overwhelming. It's an, and it's an important decision. Yes. Yeah. And cause I know it's like, okay, you've got a fork in the road. Yeah. These, this is one of those forks in the road that really determines what your other jobs is, yeah, your, your you're going to get in the future. Go. Exactly. Because as we know in this business, a lot of it is what jobs you've had in right. the past. Exactly. You know? Yeah. Because it's hard sometimes for networks to see you in something else As if all you've played else. is a certain role. I had that. I know. I, I, I told you like when we had that conversation. I said there was a um, this time last year. It was a year before that you had the two decisions. I had two decisions. Right. Like I had one. I could play like you know this you know the, the street dude. The other one. I, I mean, this is both series regulars. The other one I could play a doctor. You know, mm. and I was like, huh? Now they're both pilots. Neither one of them went. Right. You know what I'm saying? But I was like, mm, which one should I take? Which one should I take? So well, I just did Ray Donovan. Everybody saw me play the tough, you know, whatever, whatever. I said, let me do something sensitive just to show um, another side of myself, you know. Right. And then that's the one I, you know, that's the one I ended up trying. That's the one I ended up ultimately going with, you know. Uh, but because we have to make these decisions, you don't want to get pigeonholed. You don't want to get stereotyped. And typecast for the whole, your whole life. You know, you could be the funny, you know, kitty, kitty type right. thing, or you can be, you know, you're you're a grown man. You can go to take the next level to be, you know, a grown up. You know, I I might have a baby face, but I'm still a grown man. Yeah. You know, so these are the different types of, you know, these are the forks in the road, as you said. You yeah. Know, um, that you have to start looking at, and that was a great conversation. And I, I mean, that's so why I said I love talking to you about these things. I knew it was important. Because you had texted me before, and I was like, okay, I meant to hit we sound back, but you know how to busy, you get busy. So then you text me right then, I called you right then and there. But I yeah. appreciate that. And yeah. so then I know who I call whenever I need life yeah. advice or career advice. Is there somewhere, somebody like that for you? Or? There's a couple of people. I yeah. mean, I call my, uh, my um, like uh, Dorian Missick, or I call Anthony Mackey, or I call uh, 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 Wendell Pierce. Mm-hmm. You know, um, if I run into Sam Jackson, I'll talk to him about it. Uh, but these are the people, uh, specifically uh, Wendell Pierce, because you know he's one of the. His career is just so amazing, and like I want to do everything that he does, 
But he'll tell me, like, man, you're going to be, like, same thing I'm telling you, like, yo, man, you, you're you your age and you're so much further along. He tells me the same thing. He said, man, when I was your age, I wasn't where you are. And I'm like, but shoot, you're bunk from the wire. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, what are you talking about? So, but he's a person, he's like a big brother to me. Right. I talked to Mackie about things because, uh, you know, he is, we're, we're, we're peers. He's Come on, man. That dude is, uh, 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 what's his name? Falcon. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But I'll talk to him about things. Just about like uh, business things and, and family things, too. Yeah. When you're trying to decide on what you should do, should you do this because it'll leave you in L.A. for three or four months? Or should I go and do this project that take me to Atlanta for two or three months? Or I got to take another you know, few months away from my family. You know, so those are the type of conversations that I like to have with him. Absolutely. And Dorian, because me and Dorian grew up together, and he's actually the reason I am an actor because he's the one who got me into it. And so as our careers are like parallel right now, right. so like we always, we rely on each other a lot for a lot of decisions that we make and a lot of the um, projects that we make. We have a film coming out called Nine Rides. Oh, it, it came out festival in one, like uh, a bunch of stuff with the two leads in it. Mm-hmm. So uh, actually he's the lead. I'm just the second. I, I'm number two on the call sheet. It's a tour de force by him. Yeah. And I'm just sitting around watching him. <laughs> but uh, yeah, like, but we, I rely on him also. So, yeah. There's, there's gotta be then for, let's say for a listener out there right now who doesn't have, you know, that, that, that circle of friends, maybe their circle of friends isn't that, that big, or maybe they, they aren't advanced in their careers. Right. What would you recommend to them then if they are facing these kind of like life challenges or like career challenges or career choices, where should they reach out for advice or where should they look to for advice? You know, the thing about it is you want to try to find a mentor. Um, and you, and this might sound harsh. You don't want to, everybody can't be your mentor. You don't want to have a mentor who doesn't know what they're talking about, who well, might yeah, be a okay. disgruntled actor. Man, all everything sucks. Just sit back. It doesn't matter. You know, it all sucks. You want to have somebody who has relative, relatively a successful career. Mm, mm-mm. You know, yeah, you, sorry. Yeah, I right. yeah I'm you, just writing something. Yeah. You want to, you want to, you want that because, you know, just while somebody's older than you doesn't mean that they, 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 they well, this is going to be my mentor. It's like, yeah, but you're following, you know, somebody like, what was it, Donnie Brasco, right? Um, you remember, have you seen Donnie? You seen Donnie Brasco? No. It's Al Pacino and Johnny Depp. Oh, no, I have not, but I okay. know of the movie. Yeah, but, yeah. But uh, Lucky was uh, Pacino's character. He was a um, loser. Uh, uh, what it is is uh, Johnny Depp was a, was an undercover uh, uh, FBI agent right. who infiltrated the mafia. Yeah. Um, but the person he was, you know, his his mentor yeah. as being Donnie Brasco was uh, was lucky, and that was uh, Al Pacino's role. And he was sort of a loser and a schmuck in the mafia. Mm. So it's like, this is the person who's mentoring you is a loser and a schmuck. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, you don't want that. You want you, you want your mentors to, to have some kind of some type of success and have some kind of positive outlook on this game. It's a lot of ways that you can become disgruntled, you know, in this business. Absolutely. You know, and you, but you, so you don't want your advice to come from somebody who's disgruntled because then you'll look at everything from a half empty point of view instead of a half full point right. of view. The, the, that's the, the, that outlook is very important. And something sparked in my mind a lot of the most successful people the people the people in in life not just acting but in the world who have made the biggest impacts uh-huh. they've had that perspective on something very important or mm-hmm. what they think is very important right that everybody that a, a large amount of the people around them tell them that's insane right that's can't work for a thousand reasons right and they're like no it can work 
and this is why. Right. And they really follow that. And and I think that's a fine line to tread, (laughs) especially. So just as like a cautionary thing with mentorship, I think you got to be careful also at that other end where it's like um, overly positive, you know, without being realistic. Yeah, you have to be grounded. You have to be, it has to be some sort of like, grounded place man like uh you know you can't everything can't be like man just just you know don't even worry about it like your mentor can't be like don't worry about it just keep doing what you're doing like no like let's sit back let's think about like well what is not working right well this is not working let's try to work on that instead of just being like oh you're perfect you're great just keep doing what you're doing because nobody's perfect and great you you there are ways that 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 we can better ourselves in the Mm -hmm. midst of us growing anyway and if you find a mentor who's like, yo, try it like this or try it like that. And a person who's who who is who's had failures, but have come out of that, who's 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 jumped out of the dust and, and, and you know, uh and dust themselves off, man. Absolutely. Like, yeah, that's a that's like you're right about that. You can't have it one way or the other. The the the, the Uber hyper uh positivity or or the negative in the same space. Absolutely. You know, you have to have someone in the middle ground. Somebody like you said, somebody who's and I like having people who who have failed. Yeah, I like having that because it's like, well, how did you um, dust yourself off? Absolutely. Yeah. And I think that's super crucial. And um, I'd love to, uh, at some point today, talk about maybe some of your your hardest, quote unquote, failures and what you've learned from uh, them. I'm sure we'll get to them. But something that really, I, I'm just loving watching your work nowadays, especially yesterday on stage or uh, Friday on stage. Right. Um, you're having fun on yeah, stage, man. which I think a lot of actors forget to do. Yeah, especially in the audition room. Right. Um, it, it, it's supposed to be fun. It's People are supposed to be. to be entertained watching you, yeah. whether it's like a dr- drama or a comedy. Right. So, when did that start coming up for you, where you're like, no, I'm, I want to have fun. You know, like you're just so comfortable in in your in yourself nowadays. Yeah, it feels that's like. what it is. You know, you just get comfortable in like what you're doing because what you're doing has been working. It's funny. I had an audition um two weeks ago, and uh, the director was in there, and he was just like. It's like, dude, you just made my day, man. He's like that. He said that. He said you work a lot. I can tell you work a lot. I said, why? He said they said because you are, you are. This is the most confident audition I think I've ever seen in my life. I'm like, well, I'm like, yeah. I said I'm on stage every night. You can come see me at the Gaffin. I said so. I'm just I'm in it now and I'm having fun. Yeah, it's supposed to be fun. Like you know, it's supposed to be like, especially like if the character isn't that dark and that. I mean, even this character was sort of dark, but I was playing it with some humor to it. You know, it was, was real. Like, yeah, it was, was like, grounded. Yeah. yeah. So it's like, so you have to, um, you know, I mean, it, I, I guess, and, and like I said, you have to have fun. I started having fun, probably. It was, you know what? It's when I was doing both Selma and Ray Donovan at the same time because I was tired all the time. I was in Atlanta <laughs> shooting a movie, out, flying out to uh, LA to do a TV show. I never got a break. I was working seven days a week, sometimes twice in the same day. But going from Atlanta to uh, uh, LA, just jumping back and forth. And I did the same thing uh, with with uh, this this year uh, this year with uh, Queen Sugar and the uh, Spielberg movie. Uh, Spielberg produced for a film I did called Thank You for Your Service. Well, I was in New Orleans shooting, and then got to go to Atlanta to shoot, and just going back and forth for a few weeks. Um, That's awesome. It's awesome. It's tiring, <laughs> but it's all aw- it's awesome. It's awesome because it's like. You know, we want to be actors. We like when we come up. Oh man, I want to be actors. So, but now it's like, yo, I'm acting like for real. Like I'm like doing a movie and a TV series at the same time in two different uh, time zones. How Just nuts jump. is that, man? It, it is what it is, man. 
I love that. That just so that boggles yeah. my mind that we live in a time as an artist. Yeah. Tell that to like like uh, somebody from from the Greek times. Okay, exactly. you know what I mean. Like, like hey man, yeah. in the, the future you're gonna be acting in one show here and then yeah. like in a different city, and they're like, no, that takes weeks to do. No, nope. yeah, yeah. Like I I yeah. know that's like a crazy, but you've got to have that perspective i believe as an actor to realize like we live in such a fucking crazy time it man. is it's crazy man it really is like yeah. what's at our fingertips literally any song that i ever want to hear it's right there it's right there i just yeah. pull it up instantaneous anything yeah. i want to watch i could pull right it up. here on my phone exactly yeah. i mean that for an artist you've just widened that gambit of like creativity stuff you can pull from exactly. like I, I I will never make an, an excuse ever again. I, yeah. I'm, just, I'm saying that to say I'm I I'm I don't feel inspired by something like right. just go to YouTube for exactly. a few hours. Yeah, <laughs> get inspired yep. immediately. Yeah, yeah. All right, I get pumped up now. I'm gonna have to go run after this. Uh, <laughs> um, so let's talk a little bit about Queen Sugar. Right. Uh, Ava wrote the part for you, the creator yeah, she of the did. show. She did. Yeah. What's I mean, what's that like for somebody to come up to you and be like, "Hey, I wrote this part." For Yo, you. so I was in, um, I was in the Bahamas during the film uh, last uh, November, December, mm. and um, she Ava called me, texted me. I was on, I was on set. She said, "Call me back right now." I said, "Ava, I'm, I'm, sh I'm shooting. I call you back tonight." She said, "Call me in the morning." So I called her in the morning, and uh, she was like, "Yo, I want you. I'm gonna send you a script. I want you to read it." I already knew that she had. A, a show called Queen Sugar that she was about to produce, that she was producing directly. Right. You know, so I was like, okay, I, I read it. She said, won't you read the part of Harley, Hollywood and tell me what you think? I read it. I was like, oh, this is awesome, man. So this is really good. I love it. She was like, okay, cool. Cool. Uh, well, I said, well, when do you want me to come in for it? She said, no, I, I mean, I want you to play this role. <laughs> I was like, okay, cool. I mean, this is a series regular. This isn't like, you know, I wrote a guest star for you. No, I had another friend. Who I, and I have a lot of friends who write roles for me right. who are showrunners. And they like, I wrote this role for you. Then I have to come in and test for it. And they'll give it to somebody. And, and somebody else will, will get the role. They're like, but I wrote it for you. I said, I understand. But like, that's not how the business works. It's like, you know, you write something for me. Cool. You wrote it with my voice in mind. But like the studios or the networks or whatever have their own, you know, way of looking Absolutely. at it. And sometimes they don't want to relinquish that power that quickly to anybody. To be like, okay, you wrote this for him, you could just have it. But he was, she, but Ava was like, look, um, I already talked to Oprah about it. It's, it's cool. I was like, okay, cool. I'm not thinking anything about it. So I call like um, my friend, uh, a friend of mine, Tone, who uh, his 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 roommate was an assistant at my is, is, was an assistant at my agency. So I called and she was like, hey, Omar, congratulations! I heard you got the role. I was like, which role are you talking about? So I thought she was talking about the movie. I was like, guess what's up? She's like, no, the um, the TV show. I know what show? Queen Sugar? She was like, yeah. She said, everybody in the office is talking about it right now. I was like, huh? Like, I just got off the phone with Ava like 30 minutes ago. So, yeah, she she wrote the role for me, man. And like, like that's like the biggest thing, man. And I love her anyway. I told her, man, she like changed the trajectory of my career, period, when I did Selma. You know, I could play, a, I was playing, you know, I did Ray Donovan playing the maniacal killer. I played him just a crazy, you know, sociopath. And then, Two months later, Selma comes out, and I'm playing a civil rights leader. So she changed the trajectory of my career with that. And then she wrote this role, which is such a beautiful part. It's so complicated and so complex for me because she thought that I could. She knew that I could do it. Yeah, you know. And so yeah, I man, we just um, yeah, he's so good crazy. in that show. Like it's so good. Like everybody's is, just so grounded and yeah, real. Yeah, yeah. And it's 
I just I love that good TV is everywhere. It's now. good TV <laughs> now, man. Yeah. No, you know, our television is better than film right now. You know, I mean, it's just, yeah. it's just it, it is, man. It is, yeah, it is. And I mean, I'm a, and I do, and I do way more movies than I do t- television. But it's like, man, like the stories that you can tell in 13 episodes, or 22, or 10 episodes, or eight episodes, or whatever. It's just so, it's vast. It's a whole world. We look at Queen Sugar. You look at like it's as vast as the land that we own. We own, you know, all these acres, mm. and it's like the whole story is that big. And sprawling just like that, man. So it doesn't have to just be concentrated on one person or three people. It's concentrated on eight different lives. Yeah. You know, yeah. Absolutely, man. Um, that's so amazing too, having somebody fight for you. Yeah, man. You know, who like believes so, yeah, in yeah, you. who believes in you as yeah. well. Um very lucky, very lucky. Now <laughs> earlier on in your career, it uh-huh. it wasn't all, you know. Glitter and and oh, not at all. and roles being offered. No, 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 it wasn't, man. I mean, you've switched reps quite a bit. I sure have. <laughs> now like, do it again. <laughs> I I'm not I, playing, man. I I, I, I people got to stay on their toes because I'm out here working, man. You know what I'm saying? That's what that's what I mean. I'm out here and I'm trying to like do different things, man. Like, you know, I, I I'll do it again, man. If 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 I feel like I'll do it with anybody, if I feel like something is not right. And you're not, and we're not, we're not vibing on the same level, mm-hmm. man. Like, you know, cause you gotta, that person may have a thousand people they're representing. I'm me. I'm the only person, you know what I'm saying? I got to feed my family and I want my legacy in this career to be something. I don't want it just to be like a certain, he was really good at these type of parts, you know? So I'll do it in a minute. We say I'm out. And I'll be like, I'm done. That, that to me is, uh, it's, it's, it's self-empowering. Mm-hmm. Absolutely for the uh, for the actor out there because I know a lot of actors are like I I haven't been out in six months seven months and I'm like oh well maybe you should switch reps I mean, you don't so, have an agent <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying you, I'm, um, what are you talking about and yeah. of course there's other factors that play into that like are you even are your your headshots up to date are they yeah. really pitching you you don't know even I mean? know who you are yeah exactly yeah. so there's a lot of factors but I mean if they're not working for you I there's that nervousness like ah, I don't want to leave them it's like well you're not going out either right. way. Right. And it's like breaking it down for them that way. And it's right. like that first step of really taking control of your own career. Yeah. Um, that I think is a scary for a lot of people. But now, this is actually a pretty good transition. You talked about your legacy. Yeah. So what's what are the most important things in your life right now? My family. Mm-hmm. I mean, my family. Everything is, 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 is it, it, it trickles down from there. You know what I'm saying? Like taking care of my family, you know, um, the well-being. I mean, the well-being is me taking care of my family. You know, uh, making sure my daughter gets into college next year. Mm-hmm. Making sure my uh, youngest uh, is is having, uh, you know, is growing as a person. And she's in seventh grade this year. You know, making sure my wife is able to do whatever she wants to do and like whatever, wherever her career takes her. Right. I want to be there to support that. You know, and you know, being able to. Show my, my 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 children, you know, my wife, whatever, uh, cultural, you know, just have them be awakened culturally, you know, different countries, different like you know places or yes, you know, whatever. Like want want to be able to like I took my daughter to see Hamilton for her birthday. Uh, my oldest, you know, um, shoot, July the sixth is her birthday. Went to go see Hamilton on July the seventh because I was like, it's just you know, it was such, it was a cultural phenomenon, and right. that's all everybody was talking about. So I said, I want you to see it with the original cast, 
You know, like everybody else can be like, well, I saw Hamilton at the Pantages or whatever. I, she saw it on Broadway at the Richard Rogers Theater, you know? So, like, I wanted her to have that. Those are those experiences that she can, you know, that will never be taken away from her. Absolutely. That's something my dad and my, my mom really pushed on me growing up yeah. as well. Like, hey, go, like, learn all different types of religions. Yeah. Go, yeah. go. When I told them I want to go study in Europe, they were like, yeah, yeah. go. Yeah. Go, we'll pay for it. That's what I they, yeah. And then it was yeah. like, so, like, they wanted me to experience that, especially my dad, because he studied in Europe a little yeah. bit too. So he was like, yes, yeah. it will really enlighten you and really, like, just widen your perspective a little right. bit. Um, and it's where they'll make you a man. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, and I think um, whether you're a woman as well, it'll just, it'll just make you at the heart of a decent person. Yeah. yeah, yeah. There's this book that I started re reading. It's called, uh, for our Facebook viewers, uh, who are watching live right now, Shambhala, The Sacred Path of the Warrior. It's written by, I have no clue how to pronounce this, Chogyam Trungpa. You think okay. that's close enough? Yeah, okay. Cho. It talks about finding the basic goodness in ourselves right? and putting that in the world around us. Right. And it talks about living the, wife, the life of a warrior mm -hmm. and it's applicable to modern times gotcha. it's applicable to creating a positive atmosphere for your work mm -hmm. grounding yourself really doing some good things and and one of the chapters in here talks about living in the moment and that's been resonating over the past i don't know how many episodes we've done this podcast probably the last 20 where it's like you really got to live in the moment right. especially as an actor when you're on stage you can't be yeah, thinking yeah, about act think, three you or you're right. done yeah or you're done yeah like I don't know about you. Have you ever woken up on stage? Dude, early no, listen. <laughs> all right. So, uh, no, I agree with you 100%. You yeah. always have to be in the, I mean, because it's honest. You right. Know what I'm That's our job is to be in the moment. But you can like, you know, freeze up. But like the the the, the opening night, I have these ribs I got to put on the grill. And the ribs weren't coming out the bag because they sprayed the bag with some kind of glycerin to make it look like it was barbecue sauce. So the ribs weren't coming out. I'm up here concentrating on the ribs. And missed like three or four, like they had three or four lines because it's such a fast pace. Yes. Bam, 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 bam. If you miss it, you, you're out of it. And then I, it was, it was quiet on stage. I looked around. They're looking at me. Somebody else threw my line out. I was like, oh, shit. I just missed the line fucking with these ribs, man. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I was like, what is going on? I, <laughs> so I was like, so I went off on the, you know, the props. I was like, why would you put brand new wet? You know, whatever, but it's on me. I should be. I should have been listening, but I was really concentrating on getting these ribs, so it can happen. And you do like I do, sort of like blank out sometimes. Like, <laughs> like let me get up. Like, what am I doing? I'm, that's why I, <laughs> you blank out. Somebody has a monologue, and you're just looking down. Like, you have I wonder, to be engaged. I wonder who won the game today. You know? Yeah, dude. So I got two stories for you. First time that's ever happened to me, and I was mm -hmm. like, oh shit, I got to pay attention all the time. Doing mm -hmm. the Laramie Project. You mm -hmm. familiar with that play? Mm-hmm. It's a bunch of monologues. Yeah, I know. That's when you blank out. It's three hours of fucking monologues yeah. of everybody playing different characters. Great play. Great message. But uh, I was in the middle of one of my monologues. I don't know. I woke up. Yeah. Quote, unquote, woke up. I don't remember if I'm in the beginning, the middle, or the end. Don't even remember what was the last line that came out of my mouth. And I'm like, <sighs> I just felt sweat yeah. immediately, like out of every pore in my body. And I'm on stage and I'm just like, yeah, yeah, 
<laughs> like try to and i'm like for the love please god tell me what but, line what, and what I just, was that yeah yeah and yeah. i just picked the line at the end and i finished and i remember walking back to my chair and and like just sweating in my chair because we were all had to be on stage the whole time yeah so i'm like sitting there i'm like oh man i really messed that up yeah. like everybody's not and then thankfully they're like no we just noticed there was a long pause there that's all and i'm like okay cool but yeah. I don't remember what happened. Yeah, because you were on autopilot. It was, it was probably like later on yeah. in the round or something. Yes. You already knew all the lines. Like, it's just like it's autopilot right now. Like, uh, yeah. Uh oh. What exactly. Was it? Yeah. Autopilot yeah. is the worst. Don't ever be there. Yeah. Yeah. So I was sh- shooting this pilot recently in Chicago, uh, Chicago Justice, and it was a courtroom scene. Uh-huh. And I was, this was the best role I've gotten to play by far. Right. I'm really excited for people to see this show. It's amazing. It promotes discussion. It's it's really um, engaging. So I'm really, as an actor, I'm living in the moment. I'm working with great actors. I'm just reacting. It's not a good or bad reaction. Right. It's just I'm reacting. I'm living there. And I say something, and I say something like, oh, I know the code to the phone. Right. And one of the extras, of course, extras are not supposed to say anything. Right. He goes. Oh, he knows the code in the middle of a sh- in the middle of the shot. Yeah. And <laughs> I'm looking at Philip Winchester, uh-huh. who's <laughs> across the room, and and uh, um, uh, oh crap, I forget her her name as well. And then my defense attorney, and he goes, I go, yeah, I I know the code to the phone. And then the other guy goes, yeah, oh, he knows the code. And I and we all just kind of look, and we're like. Yeah, like you're so yeah. in the moment that yeah. like it really takes you out right, of it. Right. Oh my gosh, man! Like that's why I understood whenever <laughs> at that moment I was like, yeah, that's why Christian Bale freaked out whenever that, people. That, yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't really understand that until yeah. you're like, oh, oh, I freaked out on somebody, man. Like when I was in the Bahamas, man, this dude was like, okay, I had a very emotional scene, right? I had an extremely emotional scene. I'm crying and mm. all this shit. And I'm like just in my in myself, and I'm just like running these lines and getting myself centered at wherever I'm going to be at. And I'm like, you know, to myself, and the damn boom operator, excuse me, man, can we move out the way? I was like, it pushed me out the way. I said, bro, if you don't, I said, man, don't ever put your hands on me, man. I just went off, and I started yelling. Oh, man. I started yelling. I was like, I hope they don't have that on tape. But it's good because, I mean, I, and because I, I was in a place. Right, right, right. You know, so I had to get myself to that place where I'm cursing out. I'm not cursing out. I'm like going off on my best friend and just weeping and weeping and weeping. And then like, but it's I want to see how that scene looked because it's like, yeah, if you want to, you can't throw it's, anybody off like No, that, it's, it's a balancing act. And it's really hard to understand it yeah. from the actor's perspective unless you're there because you've got so many things you're trying yeah. to juggle, especially during an intense scene. And if yeah. somebody's like rattling something in the back because yeah. you're so in the moment, yeah. you're, lo- you're like, I would naturally look there. Yeah, you know exactly. I mean? That's yeah. what it is. Yeah. It's like if, you can't really ignore. No. You know? yeah. And if somebody's talking, you're like, yeah. why? Wait, why, why are you people, yeah, like, yeah. So I I understand that. Yeah. I, went, I went off on a tangent. Yeah. This, bu- this book talks about living in the moment. Right. And uh, living like a, a really good life. And I, I definitely recommend it to anybody. It's a really easy read. Shambhala, what's it called? Shambhala. Shambhala, The Sacred Path of the Warrior. Um, and it, it, the whole reason I brought it up was the journey. Right. And I'm getting older. My parents are getting older. Um, death has kind of been coming in and out and it's kind of yeah. been foreshadowing in the in in my life recently and so 
I'm realizing I'm not going to finish or complete everything I want to do in this lifetime. As much as I'd like to do, I'm realizing, okay, there's probably going to be some stuff that I'm not going to be able to finish. That means you always have something to work toward. Thank you very much, man. Literally, that's exactly what I was about to say. (laughs) Like, it keeps you on that path rather than just stopping. I was talking to um, Terry. You know, you know my friend Terry. Jingles. Oh yeah, I just met with him for coffee like a few okay, weeks ago. Okay, yeah, 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 sure. yeah. Oh, you did tell me that. Yeah. yeah. So um, you know, we were talking. He he just lost a friend. Um, you know, uh, uh, she committed suicide. You know, jeez, like, bless her soul. But he said that he had a conversation with her two weeks ago. She said, "I think I've done everything in this realm that I have to to, to offer." And, and, and Terry was like, "You know, we had a long conversation. It's like two o'clock this morning, man." And I was like, yeah. He said, man, if you know, I feel like I'm telling all my friends, if you ever feel that way, sit down and talk to me. I said, well, not until I become the king of the earth will I feel like I've accomplished everything I want to accomplish. I didn't say king of L.A. I didn't say the king of the United States. I said the king of the earth. Mm. If I don't get there, then I don't think I've accomplished what I was outside here to accomplish yet. Because I'm like, that's how high my, that's how high the goals are. And not even the king, the king of the world. Of the solar system and everything. Mm. So nothing will ever be accomplished. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like you said, there are things that you know, you're looking at mortality now. Mm. Yes. That's what you're looking at. But it's like, yo, man, like, but if you always have something to push, I always looked at myself. I was like, well, you know, man, I want to be this actor. Well, this actor wants to be this actor. This That actor wants to be this producer. This producer wants to be the president of the United States. The president of the United States wants to be this person. You know what I'm saying? So it's like. As big and as high as we might think, well, I want to be as big as Denzel Washington. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Denzel's probably like, I want to have the power of President Obama. You know what I'm saying? Like, so there, it, it doesn't, like, you can't, I can't get to a specific place and say that I've made it. I never say that. People are like, man, you made it now. You made it. I was like, I haven't made it. Everybody doesn't know my name. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I say less than 1% of the population. I, I'll say probably 3% of the population even know my name. That's 97% of, in America. 97% of people in America don't even, they know who I am. They might, they don't know my name. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? They don't, they, no, I'm not Tom Hanks. No. And there, there's a, a, a paradoxical uh, opposite end of the spectrum to that, to, to this book as well. Uh, letting go at the same uh-huh. time of things. Uh-huh. That you can't you got control. control. Exactly. So how do you, how do you, I mean, you, you're, you're getting older. Yeah, <laughs> and yeah. how have you learned to let go of certain things? You know, man, I'm, everything, I mean, you know, I, I believe in the universe is, is everything happening for a reason. That might be a cop out, but I believe that, man. Like, uh, there was a role that I was up for, man. And I, and I cried like a, I've never cried that I didn't get a role, but I cried that I didn't get this role. <laughs> you know, uh, it was uh, for a show that just premiered two days ago, and it is awesome. But I was like, you know what, if I did that, I wouldn't be able to do Queen Sugar. And my wife always tells me, like, man, you know, every time that you don't get a role that you want, something comes up right behind that. It was something that you were supposed to get. Mm. And, that, that, and that, like, raised your career even higher. So um, I'm like, you know, I remember it was September the um, 1st, 2015. And I was like, man, I didn't get this role. Like, man, I was just, you know, I was crying. I was talking to the, to the showrunner. He was crying because he wrote the role for me, same way that Ava did for Queen Sugar. But, um, you know, we were crying and like, man, I don't know what I, you know, what I'm going to do. But then 
you just learn to let things go. I call. I have an audition. I think I'm. Mer- I I think I do good at all my auditions now because I prepare. I come in there with a character and you love it. I hate it. You're like this dude has entertained me and I've entertained myself. You know. Wow. So what a great just, attitude. You, you just let it go. It's like yeah. did you want it? You like it is what it is. You know. Sometimes I get it. Sometimes I don't. And that's like you have to let it go. You 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 have to. But it takes time, and you have to build up this veneer. You have to build up, you know, this this. You, you know, you're, you have to be beaten up and broken down so much. You, you know, your body has to be callous to a point where, like, nothing will break you anymore. Mm. You know, so that's where I'm at with it right now. And it's like you let go and what's meant for you is meant for you. Absolutely. Yeah. And I think also something that plays into that is you've realized what's really important in your life. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And what the, what are the things you can control? Yeah. And, like, your every audition you're going into, you just said it. You prep for it. You prep, yeah. You're going in there. You're having a good time. Yeah. Time. Yeah. Patience, something I, I'm still working on. Yeah, that's fine. That's fine. That's fine. Uh-uh. I'm getting. I get. I got a couple of grades. I'm getting wisdom now. So you know. So that's what it is. I I don't know if you've seen the the silver streaks in my hair. I'm getting way too many. Man, stops. We say. Oh, I'm being serious. Are you serious? If you start like combing through, you're like, oh shit. Yeah. yeah really? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh man. I, I'm. I need to get some. Moose, like dark brown coloring <laughs> moose that lasts for like for three days. Yeah. <laughs> um, seriously, Omar, thank you so much uh, for coming and sharing today on the show. You are, I really mean that, like you're an older brother with the way you've given advice to me. And, sure. and I definitely um, consider you one of my mentors. And okay. it's really an honor like to have you and uh, come on the show and just, yeah, man, yeah. you'd be part of my life. Seriously. Man, and like I said before, like in the beginning, man, I'm so proud of you, man. You know, for real. Like, I love your work, too. My, my wife, we sit back and watch it. We're like, man, he's so good. Like, oh, thank you. you know, so we, we we do sit back and watch it. Like, man, we Sam is really good. What was the one that you did? I was a touch. What was it? Was it touch? It wasn't touch, was it? No, what was it? The one with, was it Kiefer Sutherland? Oh, yeah. Touch. Touch, yeah. yeah. And this was like a few years ago. And she was just like, God, he's so good, man. And that was so, a while ago. That was like three years ago, three mm-hmm. or four years ago. That's like, um, but then like, and we just see the progression all the time. You know, like we talking about awkward, like we you know Kofi, you know, who's on the Queen Sugar. Yeah. So we used to watch um, awkward. We watched it just for you. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> for real. So, uh, yeah, man. Thank you, man. I appreciate that. And um, you've got a few upcoming things coming out. Check out Queen Sugar. It's on. Oh, correct. Own. Yeah. Own. Own. Yeah. Network. Yeah. On the own network, and uh, you've got. Thank you for your service coming up. Yes. Keep an eye out for that. Cargo. Yes. Dog eat dog. Yep. You got so many stuff coming up. Yeah, man. I got to keep working, baby. Go see barbecue at the Geffen. Yes. Seriously. We I'm, close I, on October the 16th. I don't know um, when, when, when this, this interview is. Is it uh, Tuesday? This Tuesday. Tuesday. Right, so cool, they, they, they've got time to go All see right, it. Excellent. Yeah. It a- airs the 4th. So, right. yeah, you've got time. Go see it. I really recommend it. It's And if you know storytelling, you're going to be in for a surprise. Yeah. Um, uh, you can uh, you have a Twitter at Omar Dorsey, right? Yeah, Omar J. Dorsey. Or Omar J. Dorsey. Yeah. Great. Yeah. Uh, big thanks to our Patreon sponsors. Thanks for coming in. Uh, really appreciate it. Uh, thanks to Hubert's Fine Lemonade. Re- I killed mine. You see this guy? <laughs> you said you were going to save it. We'll I did say I was going to say this. not there. I'm going to keep that. Um, and uh, just to let our listeners know, we're going on a little bit of a hiatus, and we will be back with more episodes soon. Um you have 105 episodes to re-listen to with mm-hmm. countless. I mean, that's so. That's over 105 hours of entertainment, advice, motivation, and positivity. 
for you guys. I really appreciate you guys listening to the show. Uh, big thanks to uh, Jordan, Nicole, for everything you do for the podcast. Big thanks to GBB Studios, Gabe, everything you do for us. And yeah, that's about it, I think, right? Yeah, that's good. All right, guys. Always remember to listen, think, and then talk.